29 of the Spook House coming at you. We got a special one today, don't we, Jason? Yeah, we do. Troll 2. Man. Yeah, Troll 2. The real deuce. The real deuce. Yeah. So I'm Phil, this is my co-host Jason, and we are here to talk about horror movies and shit. Yeah, we are. For everybody that's been, you know, supporting us along the way, we do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. But if you have a minute, Swing by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash the Spookhouse Podcast and check out our newly released tiers. Now, we just did a Final Destination watch along last week. That was a lot of fun. I gotta say, that was like probably the most fun I've had recording an episode. Yeah. And I listened back to it and I know you're not supposed to toot your own horn, but I was like, damn, this is pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> so for five bucks a month, you get access to our watch along episodes. And you instantly get Child's Play, Hatchet, and Final Destination. All easily streamable. Two out of three of those are Tony Todd movies. He shows up. Oh, oh, your boy TT. Yeah, they should have casted him as the voodoo guy in Child's Play. That would have been really Missed great. opportunity. That was definitely would a missed opportunity. Would have been three for three. <laughs> so yeah, if you sign up for our second tier, you get those episodes instantly and many more to come. Yep. So check out the Patreon. Lots of cool shit. And, and, and hey, we are really bad about asking people to do this, but leave us a, a rating and review on iTunes if you got a minute. Or wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, it really does help out to get our, out there more so we can kind of throw, show up on other apps' algorithms. So it's a huge, helpful, helpful thing to do. Yeah. So, Jason, episode 29, Troll 2. Now, were you like me? Did you have any existential crisis moments when you were... Making notes, watching Troll 2, because I sure did. The amount of times I had to pause this and write, what the fuck, was pretty... Yeah, (laughs) yeah, there were times where I'm like, so, this is my life, huh? Just (laughs) I had to actually watch this in two sittings. Yeah, I watched (laughs) it in two as well. I made it like 45 minutes into my first one. I was like, okay, I need a break. I need to (laughs) approach this with some fresh eyes tomorrow. But I got through it. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. So before we do that, have you watched anything good lately, Jason? I watched a Roger Corman classic called Humanoids from the Deep. All right. It is about these sea monsters who come to a small town in, I believe it's the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And they kill the men and they take the women to lay their eggs inside. All right. It sounds is, like a interesting movie. Oh, it's definitely an interesting Roger Corman movie with the uh, monsters and rubber suits. What year was that? I think it was 1980, I believe, is when it came out. All right. And this is maybe one of the most expensive Roger. I think it was like $2.5 million, so it's probably one of the more expensive movies he ever made. 
It's one of his most well-known as well. I think the Steelbook board actually came out not too long ago. Who is Roger Corman? I should know this. I don't know. Give he's, me that look, dude. No, you don't know who Roger Corbin is? No, no. They say he's like <laughs> king of the bees. He makes all kind. He was like one of the first people. King was, of the bee movie, not yeah, bees as yeah. in the insects. But yeah, okay. <laughs> That's Tony Todd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Our boy TT, bring yeah. it back. But he was like one of the first people making in all these weird <laughs> bee movies and exploitation movies. He always made it that he never lost money on a movie. Huh. Uh, actually, a lot of people like Jack Nicholson got a start for Roger Corman movies. What he has he made of, that I may know? Uh, he made a lot of Edward a- Allan Poe movies. Oh, have you heard Death Race? Did you say Edward Allan Poe? Edward Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. Yes. I've heard of him. Yeah, you remember the Death Race movie that came out like 10 years ago? Yeah, kind of. He made the original. Actually, the first Little Shop of Horrors is a Roger Corman movie. Okay. That has Jack Nicholson in it. Did not know that. Yeah. Learn a little something today. A lot of these uh, shark movies that come on the Sci-Fi Channel, he makes those. Not Sharknado, that's the asylum, but a lot of these other, like, uh, Shark Kansas Women Prison Massacre. Yeah, there's a ton of shark movies yeah, out there. like Swamp or Pond Shark. You remember that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not. Oh, Slumber Party Massacre movies, he made those. Oh, I've heard of those. Yeah. So he's, he's just a B-exploitation movie. He actually has an honorary Oscar, though. Okay. Cause very fitting... Fitting movie to bring up on today's episode. Exactly. Yeah. Humanoids from the Deep. Yes. And then I also watched a movie called They Bite, which is an even shittier version of this movie, and it has Ron Jeremy in it. They Bite. Yes. It's another movie about sea creatures from the ocean coming and killing uh-huh. people in Florida this time. That's where it ch- that's where it differs. Okay. And they're making a movie, or well, not just any movie, a porno. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and Ron Jeremy's in it, but he's just a camera operator, not Ron a performer. Ron Jeremy, handsome bastard. <laughs> no wonder the ladies flock to that guy. Uh, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. Ron <laughs> Jeremy, he's he's an American treasure, though. Remember that picture I sent you recently of Ron Jeremy and Edward Furlong hanging out at a party? How creepy was that picture? Ooh, that was, man. That made the internet rounds. Take care of your bodies, folks. Just, you know... <laughs> Just take care of him. Did you see how he looked in Terminator Dark Fate? How Edward Furlong Wait, looked? Wait, was he in the new one? Briefly, from what I understand. I think really? he had a brief cameo. Remember when they hyped that up there for a minute? Like, Edward Furlong's coming back. <laughs> it's like, you sure? <laughs> Have you seen this guy recently? <laughs> he ain't fitting on a dirt bike anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not, not my mother, Todd. <laughs> yeah, have you watched the new Terminator? I have not, no. Me neither. I kind when of it falls in my lap, shits. I'll watch it again. Yeah. So is that all you watched? Yeah, that's pretty much all I watched. It's been kind of busy for me this week. Yeah, same here. But you know what? I did have time to watch one movie. It's a classic movie. I've never seen it before. Okay. Rosemary's Baby. I See, I've never seen it either. It's on Netflix. Really? Yeah. They just put it up there. So I sat down the other night and watched the whole thing. What'd you think? Pretty solid. I you know, For a 1968 movie, I see why... Some people, why it's kind of groundbreaking yeah. in a lot of ways. It, it kind of dragged on here and there. It was pretty long at times, kind of a tedious watch, but it was pretty solid. Okay. It reminded me of Hereditary a lot. Really? Especially like the ending. I, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't... Well, it yeah. ends with... Uh, I knew the ending of this movie, like... I just knew the ending okay. because I've heard about it before. It's like one of those like twist 
Uh, endings. Okay. okay. But it ends with a guy shouting, Hell, Satan! <laughs> Satan lives! Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there you go. There's your hereditary connection. <laughs> but I, I can tell that Ari Aster is probably a big fan of that movie. It's a solid movie. Not a big fan of Roman Polanski or... Talk about weird stuff. How about didn't he win an Oscar in like two thousand three or something? Yeah, he, he like I think gave for a the standing ovation, the the piano or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and he had to like the pianist, the pianist yeah, Brody. Yeah, he had to like Skype in because he couldn't go anywhere else because if he did, he would be extradited to the United States for you know having sex with a fourteen year old while she was drugged. Yeah, and everybody at the Oscars was like, "Oh, this is cool." Here's your standing, standing ovation, ovation Roman. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, not too surprised. Hey, quick tangent here. Did you see that video? So after Ricky Gervais made all those comments about, um, God, what was his fucking name? Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein at the... Oscar, or the Golden Globes? Yeah, the Golden Globes. Somebody put a compilation together of all the times that Harvey Weinstein was like, got praise from different actors and actresses <laughs> during, you know, acceptance speeches. Yeah. And some of them are like, whoa, this is, sh- this is, this looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is not age well. So yeah, Rosemary's Baby, Roman Polanski. Give it a watch. It's good. Yeah. Mia Farrow does a good job in it. It's a classic that everybody should watch at least once. Yeah. I think you would appreciate it. It's got some, Pretty creepy moments in it. I see why it was popular, especially for a 1968 movie. It's pretty groundbreaking. Yeah. Solid watch. All right, I'll try to give that a watch. But that's all I've really watched. I've been super busy. So, Jason, has there been any any news happening lately? Anything going on worth talking about? Uh, There's been a couple. Quick little quick hits we got here for the news this week. All right, quick hits. Quick hits. So, the Black Christmas DVD, Blu-ray, 4K Ultra, whatever all the platform is you like, got it, is coming out on March 3rd, 2019, with deleted scenes and an alternate ending. Did you hear that, everybody? Mark it down in your calendars. Hey, does it come with an alternate movie? <laughs> you get it, uh, a copy of the original good one. That's <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! This well, movie made eighteen point five million dollars at the box office, worldwide box office. It only cost mm-hmm. five million to make. Hmm. So it may have broken even or turned profit even after marketing costs. Yeah, it did not look good and it did not sound good at all. Yeah, didn't get a whole lot of praise. But hey, if you're one of these people that wants to watch it, cool. And it's coming out in March. Yeah. Nothing like watching a Christmas movie in March. That's right. That's what I always say. Spring break, baby. (laughs) Let's put on Black Christmas. March Madness, Black Christmas. Yeah. I may, just out of morbid curiosity, give it a watch one day. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm definitely not going to seek it out. Certainly not going to buy it on Blu-ray, that's for damn sure. (laughs) It's got that alternate ending, though. I'm sure it will completely change. Hey, here's a question for you. Has there ever been an alternate ending included with a movie that you watched that surpassed the original ending? They're always kind of lackluster, I feel like. Or like the same thing, but just a little bit different. Yeah, just a little different. There's like three seconds of footage cut out or something. I'm trying to think think if there's ever been one that was great or better. 
I know this. Actually, I know the. I forgot what it was, but the alternate ending to "I Am Legend" is actually everybody says is actually a better version. You ever watch I mean, that Will Smith movie that came out in like 2010? Yeah, I mean, everybody said that alternate ending was better. I forgot exactly how. I don't really remember much from that movie at all. Does the dog survive? <laughs> the dog was the true hero of that movie. I don't even know if he survived in the original ending. I haven't watched that in a long time. No, he doesn't. Because remember, he sacri- the dog like sacrificed himself, and Will Smith has to kill the dog. <sighs> yeah. It was pretty harrowing. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be a good boy in heaven forever. He will. He will. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's... I, I can't recall any. You know, with Resurrection, we did get those like three different endings. Those were just fan fucking tastic. What was uh, Ron Merriman's character's name? Oh, Deckard. I'm Deckard. Deckard when he pops up. Oh. It's me, Deckard. Yeah, that's right. He shows up instead of Buster Rhymes coming through that burning door. It's Deckard. With his shitty sideburns the on. The guy from the party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How did he get there? I don't know. Oh, that fucking movie. It's it's a good one. Yeah. All right. Black Christmas. Alternate ending. Cool. Got it. What else, Jason? So Tom Savini has signed on for Corey Taylor's movie. Yeah, Corey Taylor of Slipknot fame yes. is making a horror movie. They haven't said much as far as what capacity Corey Taylor's going to be involved uh, production-wise, if he's going to direct it or just produce it. But Tom Savini has signed on for special makeup effects. Yeah. I just pray that it's better than Corey's new mask. Have you seen that piece of shit? I don't think so. Didn't Tom Smith really? actually do the mask for them yes. at one point? Uh, he, I think he may have made some for him in the past, actually. But this latest mask of his, it, I'd say 90% of the people just fucking hate it. Really? And he hyped it up, too. Like, Corey posted a picture of, like, at Tom Savini's house, like, working uh-huh. on my new mask, and it was, like, this huge, like, oh, shit, is it going to look, like, zombified and cool? Because you think <laughs> Tom Savini, you yeah. think, like, you know, that kind of shit. So everybody had high hopes, and when he debuted it, it was like, what the fuck is this? You still haven't seen it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of how it went. went. Kerplunk. <laughs> it looked like he cut a milk jug in half and just, I mean, it... It looks ridiculous. Oh, you haven't seen it? Actually, I guess I have seen because the the on the news site that I saw this from, it had a mask of him, but it was really just his eyes kind of thing. It was like, yeah, it's like, like blacked a, out with charcoal yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like a clear plastic. It's basically a clear plastic mask. Did he do all their masks or did he just do Corey's? No, just Corey's. But of course. Total letdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, he's going to be on, he's going to be working on the new Corey Taylor movie. Yeah, cool. So, interesting. We'll see. I'm always kind of hesitant when I've seen people like Corey Taylor. There's there's more Veronicas out there than are good horror movies from folks like that. But he's wrote some good books, Corey yeah, Taylor that's, has. that's uh, Glenn Danzig's movie, yeah. by the way. And that one sounds almost as bad as Troll from what I've hey, heard. they released a trailer for that. Did you watch it? I meant to. I was at work and it said not safe for work. So I was like, oh, I'll get to yeah. this later. Looks, did you watch it? It looks really stupid. <laughs> it's one of those trailers where it'll show like three seconds of something and then it'll show a review. You know, it'll like a paragraph like, oh, Glenn Danzig has made a 80s throwback masterpiece. And it, it shows like 20 different reviews. It's like, okay. Well, they're all quotes from Glenn Danzig. <laughs> so he can strike, so he can stroke his own ego a little bit more. I'm pretty sure a lot of them were just guys in like Facebook comments or something. <laughs> it was like, hey, this is a good one. 
We can put this in here. I just remember that Chicago review after it came out, and everyone's like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, at the very least, Corey seems he has a true passion for horror, so... Yeah, he does. He does. Maybe he can steer it in the right direction, and it'll be a fun movie. Absolutely. We shall see. We shall see. So the only other thing that I really saw notable this week was they've announced that in April, they're going to be filming Don't Breathe 2. Don't breathe again. Don't breathe or you'll pass out. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's going to be directed and written by Rodo Seguez, S-A-Y-G-U-E-S. I'm not entirely sure if that's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. And he co-wrote the first one with Fetty Alvarez. And co-wrote the Evil Dead remake. Yeah, he did. So Fetty Alvarez is saying he's on for producing this one. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. I like the first one. It had a little bit of a twist. I was like, well, that's kind of out there. But overall, I thought the first one was really good. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that, actually. Me too. So Fetty Wap will not be directing that. No, Fetty Wap is okay. not. Hey, you know what they should call it? They should call it Dad Strength, too. <laughs> you don't fuck with old man strength. And that guy's got it in spades. Well, he's you know he was the bad guy in what's that James Avatar? Really? Yeah, the military guy that was trying to get everybody. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Either way, like if you see a ripped old dude, back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, you know how like uh, to to create a diamond, it's just like solidified pressure. Yeah. That's like old man muscle. Yeah. It's like, it's just compacted over years and years. <laughs> and on top of that, they just don't give a fuck either. Yeah. <laughs> they don't play that shit. No. Remember that old white guy on the bus knocked that guy out? Like that video they went? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Call the am- ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah. Man, there's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good example right there. Exactly. Don't breathe too. I'm actually curious to see that. I like, really are- am too. I'm assuming they're going to have like a new story. It'll be the old man, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, and they said he's the only person they've, they've revealed is going to be in this one. They haven't said if Jane Levy or anybody is going to be in this, but it said something about in this one he's by himself and his sins of his past are finally going to catch up with him. All right. That was the only little bumper I saw for the movie. Bumper. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, I'm pretty, I never thought I'd see it. I never thought I really wanted or needed it, but hey, if it's going to be out there, I might as well go watch it. That's right, Jason. Well, hey, you brought up uh, something here re- just now. Okay. Made me think of something. So, have you, since, you know, we're covering Troll 2. Yeah. Let's talk about some awful movie experiences. Have you ever walked out of a movie theater, like during a movie? I've fallen asleep a time or two. I've never walked out. Really? Yeah, but I have fallen asleep once or twice. What did you fall asleep to? Uh, Hannibal Rising. <laughs> you remember that movie? Is that like 2002? No, it came out in like 2007 or 8. I oh, was out okay. of high school. I remember I sat there and I, I just passed out, fall, fell asleep. Huh, okay. Also, I almost walked out of Bug. You remember that movie with Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon? Vaguely. Yeah. Okay. I did not enjoy that movie at all either. Huh. Have you ever walked out of a movie before? I have. It was a movie you just brought up uh, just now. And a lot of people love this movie. I walked out of Avatar. Really? Yes. Really? You didn't like it at all? No. <laughs> well, what? Okay. At the time, I was smoking cigarettes. Gross, I know. <laughs> um, I was there with my, my ex. Yeah. Who also smoked. Gross. So we both step out. Like, 
I lean over. I'm like, hey, I'm going to step out for a cigarette. This is like 30, 40 minutes in. <laughs> so we're just standing out there smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, so what do you think about this movie? She's like, this movie fucking sucks. I'm like, thank God you said that. <laughs> I was like, right? This movie is, I, I was like, do you just want to leave? I have no desire to watch this movie any longer. So we left. And that's my Avatar walkout so story. Have you ever watched the entire movie? Nope. <laughs> maybe i should rewatch it with a different set of eyes and you know not, I addicted, don't, not addicted to the nicotine yeah give it another shot but at the time i was just like i don't give a shit about this movie right now <laughs> so that's my only walkout story huh yeah yeah i've never walked out i've been close but i've always been like well i paid for it i'm just gonna sit here i think pet cemetery tested both of our patients <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it for the uh, street fighter 2 ending though yeah, man, that movie fucking sucked. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right, Jason. So before we jump into Troll 2, last week we read off half of Bloody Disgusting's top 25 movies of the last decade. We read 25 to 11. So today, of course, we are going to do 10 to 1. Oh, yes. Are you ready, Phil? I am ready, Jason. All right, number 10 is... The Babadook. All right. I would maybe not put it that high on the list. Oh, I hated this movie. You hated it? I did not like this movie at all. I kind of liked it. I, I just like, there's a few parts that were creepy. Yeah. I will give it that. But overall, I was like, I hate this mom. I hate this kid. I get it. I understand the whole metaphor for this thing, but I don't like this movie. Yeah, it's understandable. I thought it had some legit creepy moments there were times during the movie when i first saw it i was like oh shit i am uncomfortable right now like like when she opened that book part like that really creeped me out yeah the book part and when she's watching tv and she sees herself in a window on the tv that creeped me the fuck out you know yeah i like the 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 design of the babadook itself but then it really just lost me when you find out like the babadook's just not real i was like I mean, well, he. Why can't it be real? Yeah, he clearly looked like Marilyn Manson smells like children era, but it was it good. Looked, it looked like Marilyn Manson on those shows where he like is too drunk to perform. We hear about every once in a while where he throws a fit. Ah, uh. you know, <laughs> one of those shows that pop up every once in a while. Yeah, just quite often these days. Yeah, from what I understand. All right, Baba Duck. Hey, isn't there like a whole thing where Baba Duck is it's celebrated in the gay community? As being like, uh, you haven't heard about this? I haven't heard about that. No. Oh man, it's. Now, granted, hilarious. I don't. I don't research the Babadook often. Okay. But I didn't. I didn't know that. I've seen this pop up quite a bit. But yeah, there's like this like prepare to be Baba Shook. <laughs> 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 it's really fucking funny. That's. I will have to actually Google that. Is that? Yeah, it has like uh, pictures from the book, but instead of with the like the word bubble above the Duck's head. It just says like, I'm gay. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> oh, bizarre. Actually, you know, you say that, I have seen like the picture of the Duck with the gay flag behind it. I have yeah. seen that, but I just didn't really. Yeah. Think it's much hilarious. It. Look into it. All right. Number so, nine. Number nine is Dr. Sleep. That came out earlier, uh, or not earlier this year, later at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. I've heard good things and bad things about it. I want to see it. I but, do too. Yeah. Well, the fact that neither of us went to see it, kind of says well, a lot. It did, I feel kind of bad. I do too. It did not do that great in theaters. Yeah, I love The Shining. But there was something about this movie that wasn't pulling me in, pulling me in to yeah. go see it. I mean, I was the same way and also it being as long as it was, I just I don't know, I just couldn't get myself out to get to the theaters to go see it. Yeah, and it's like early November too. Like just 
Just put it out like mid-October. Right. Makes sense. It, I didn't sound like there was really a crowded October. I can't think it was there really much that came out in Halloween this year. Not a whole lot. No, not really. So it didn't seem like it was that crowded of a market. But anyway, uh, Blade discussing said so that was the ninth best movie of the decade. All right. Number eight is What We Do in Shadows. Have you seen that? What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, What We Do in the Shadows. <laughs> yes, I have, and it is hilarious. Yeah. Have you ever seen Flight of the Concords live before? Not live, but I'm very familiar with Flight of the Concords. They played it. The Coco booth and Carrie like three years ago when I called that show. Oh, nice. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, this movie's great. It is. Yeah. Um. I I guess you can throw it in a horror list. I, that was the only thing I was like, yeah. I know it's, it's really more of a comedy. There's really nothing scary about it, but it's it's pretty funny and it's a really good movie. If we're talking horror satire list, it's top three. Yeah. For Have sure. you watched any of the TV show? No, I haven't. I've heard good things about it. I yeah. just haven't I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, same here. I think it's on Hulu. Well, that's a solid pick. Can't be mad at that. <laughs> Number seven is The Conjuring. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the paranormal activity of the 2010s, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, but I think the first two are good. I haven't seen any of the other They're ones, really. They're good. They're not top ten good. Uh, well, I mean, it was a trendsetter of the decade. Yeah, a lot of people love them. Yeah. Number six, though, is a movie we both enjoy. It Follows. Yeah, all right. Okay. This is a very good movie. I think it's a very original movie. Episode two of the Spook House. Wasn't there a second episode? It was definitely our first month. I can't remember what episode two. Pretty sure it was two. If that feels about right. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Listen to our episode on it. We'll talk all about it. Don't yeah. judge us too harshly. <laughs> we were don't still... judge us too harshly now. <laughs> <laughs> we were still kind of figuring things out. Yep. Always are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it follows... Definitely, if I had to make a list of top 10 last 10 years, that would be up there. It would definitely would be for me, too. Yeah, probably it would definitely crack the top five for sure. Good pick. What else, Jason? Number five is Cabin in the Woods, which I'm a big fan of. I've still not seen it. Ah, you're doing me dirty over there, Phil. I know. I, I need to get around to it. I don't know what happened or it- how it passed me by again. Does it deserve to be on a top 10 horror list? I think so. I would absolutely put it in probably my top five of the decade. Really? Yeah. Okay. I love this movie. Have I been sleeping? You've been, I mean, you remember when you were sleeping on The Witch? Yeah. You're, I slept hard on The you Witch. You slept hard on The Witch. I missed both of my alarms on The Witch. Yeah, you did. You ever like wake up and you don't remember hitting snooze? Oh, yeah. And then you wake up five hours later, like, what the fuck happened? I did. <laughs> exactly. That wasn't me that, that was, hit snooze. Mm-hmm. That was some other me. It was a witch that did it. Was yeah, it it's that's <laughs> kind of like what it was for the witch. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't. I didn't do this. It just happened. All right. So yeah, the cabin in the woods. Cool. Is number five, and I agree with that. Number four is a movie we literally just talked about it, The Witch. Not mad at that at all. Not I mad at love all either. The witch. Yeah. I want to rewatch that again, like very soon. Yeah, it does feel like a winter movie, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of a late fall, winterish movie, because everything about it just looks so cold. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's going to dip down to the 20s tonight, so I might have to do that. <laughs> might have to live deliciously tonight. Do you like the taste of butter? Yeah. I do. <laughs> 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 All right, number three is a movie I think you're going to disagree with because I think you're going to put it as too low. Hereditary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's very good movie. It is. Uh, I do think it's better than The Witch. I I think if I would put the two like some, I was like, which one would you would you rather watch right now, The Witch or Hereditary? I would probably say Hereditary. I would say The Witch just because I wouldn't want Hereditary to like ruin my fucking mood <laughs> for the week because that's kind of what it did the first time I saw it. My first and only time I saw it. I, I've I seen it rewatch that two or three times. Yeah, I don't know, man. That movie shook me. Yeah, it's it's Hashtag definitely shook. Number two is Get Out by Jordan Peele. Get the fuck out of here, Jason. Oh, I'm shutting the front door. All right, all right. Us was on that list, right? Uh, it was like seventeen. Okay. Uh, it's a really good movie. It is. I don't know if I would. I guess it's horror. Yeah, it is. I would say it's more of a horror than a thriller, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Especially like the last act, you know, where he's getting, when he's escaping from the room. Yeah, it's a horror. Yeah. It's good. It deserves its praise. I wish I had saw that in theaters, though. Oh, you didn't see it in theaters? No. I'll never forget the time the lady next to me was like, I don't get it. She's not even a pretty white girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, she's not wrong. <laughs> it's like you're gonna go through all that for <laughs> I don't know. Alright, and number one of the decade. Number one is, is Evil Dead. That's a bold choice. Evil Dead remake, of course. Yes. That's uh I I wouldn't put it number one. Personally. I, I think so. I mean it's not a bad pick. In the past ten years. I really enjoy it. Top ten maybe. Oh, definitely in top ten. Yeah. You know, and I don't know exactly if they was, if this is just one person or if it's a whole bunch of people at Bloody Disgusting kind of coming up with a list. Yeah. But that's what they put. And I'm not disagreeing with it but exactly, but I think it's a yeah. really fun movie. Yeah, it's a bold choice. It's a good movie. It is. That I wouldn't mind giving a rewatch. It pops up streaming every once in a while. Did they put Midsommar on that list? No. Midsummer didn't crack their top twenty-five. Did not. I don't think. I don't believe it did. It did. Check real quick. I'm pretty sure it didn't because we would have talked about it, of course, last week. <laughs> I don't think it did. So, <laughs> that was kind of surprising, right? It's hard to call that a horror movie, though. Mm, yeah, but then of course they put what we do in the shadows as a horror movie, and I guess Midsummer's more of a horror movie than that movie is. Yeah, Midsummer is quite the divisive movie. Yeah, that's to say the least. Yeah, now technical that movie is amazing. And technical, the story wise, it's you know. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of really great things about that movie. Yeah, just overall, I'm like, not for me. Yeah. Hey, if you like it, cool. I see why you like it. Yeah. But not my cup of ayahuasca. <laughs> have you ever had ayahuasca before? Uh, No, I have not. Can you get ayahuasca around here? We don't have cactuses. Uh, well, We're not ayahuasca. It's not even. Well, let's not have this discussion <laughs> right now. But holler at your boy. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, that wraps up our... Sorry, I'm not a pirate. Our top 25. Our, they'll our, love that in green. Our, our top 25. Oh, hey. Go Pirates. <laughs> our bloody disgusting list. Pretty solid list overall. I think it's pretty good, yeah. It's been a good 10 years for horror. There was, yeah, the last decade was really good for horror. Better than 2000s. I would definitely say oh, better than 2000s, sure. yeah. I mean, there were some good moves that came out that decade, too, but this one, definitely better. Yes. 2020. You know, 2020 and beyond. What's going to be the flavor of the year for, is it going to be slashers again? Is it going to be like art house horror like it is now? Or conjuring kind of stuff? We shall see. It'll be interesting. hope it's not that last one you just said. (laughs) But who knows? Who knows indeed? So, Phil. Jason. 
Are you ready to talk about the main event here? Uh, not really. I'll be completely honest. The movie that everybody absolutely loves and thinks is a very good movie. Yeah. Troll 2. Yeah. Which Where has to start? No trolls in it. No trolls in it. No relation to troll. So... <laughs> Why exactly did they call this Troll 2? It was like a distribution thing. This was absolutely, the Italians did this a lot, a lot in the 80s. The most, uh, obviously this is a very big one that they did that too, but Dawn of the Dead actually has lots of sequels that are unofficial as well. Uh huh. Like uh, in Europe, Dawn of the Dead is called Zombie. Yeah. And so they made Zombie 2, which everybody, you know that cover with the zombie and the earthworm in its eyes? Yes. So that was actually released in America as Zombie. Because uh-huh. it's, it's an unofficial sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Then they made another sequel called Zombie 3, directed by Claudio Fergasso, who directed Troll 2. Oh, okay. And when they re- re- released that movie in America, it's called Zombie 3. So there's Dawn of the Dead, there's Zombie, and Zombie 3. Okay. There's not an official Zombie 2 release in America. So imagine being a kid in the 80s and trying to go through all the zombie movies and you can't yeah. find Zombie 2. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And then, same thing with Evil Dead movies. The Casa series, what they're called. There's like five Evil Dead movies in, in, in Italy that aren't official sequels at all. All right. La Casa 5, directed by your boy, Claudio Fragasso. Claudio. Are you catching on to a little bit of a, a I, thing with this guy? Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> also caught on that he seems like a total fucking asshole. <laughs> he doesn't like <laughs> it when people say this is a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming you watched the documentary, you know, worst movie ever made. Yeah, that's yes, I watched it this week too. <laughs> he seems like not a pleasant person to work with. No, not at all. Well, let's kick off this hot turd of a movie. So, of course, it starts off with Grandpa Seth, you know, talking to Joshua. Yes. Now, right off the bat, does it bother you at all that his name is Grandpa Seth? It bothers me. It's yeah. like it'd be like if his name was Grandpa Zach. His name should be Grandpa you know? Ernest or Grandpa yeah. Earl, not Seth. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it is very weird. I feel like you know what's gonna be weird. You know how like you know we got all these modern names. Well, we're, we're all gonna be old as shit one day too. Exactly, it's gonna be like, oh, go talk to Grandma Stephanie or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Everybody's named their kids after Game of Thrones characters now. No, at least in the South, like the trend is to name your kids something like fucking Braxton or something. <laughs> Jalen. Oh, God. Braxton. <laughs> Grandpa Be- Braxton, what Beasley. are you doing here? <laughs> Beasley. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I was like, Grandpa Seth, of all the names, give him something, make him old. Yeah, and I wish that was my only problem with this movie. But it's not. So, That's a nitpick. Yeah, Everything so, else is legitimate. Yeah, Grandpa Seth is telling a story to Joshua about the trolls. I also got mad. I was like, this is not Princess Bride, you fucks. Quit doing this. Oh, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, this is not Princess Bride. Yeah. Do you like that movie? Love. that Really? Movie. Love. I have it. The Criterion Blu-ray. I have the DVD. Okay. That Love was, that movie. That was one of those movies, had I saw when I was a kid, I would like it a lot more. I didn't see it until maybe two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, not bad. Didn't uh, knock my fucking socks off. Podcast over. <laughs> Whatever. I'll Find stand a by new it. co-host. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's got Andre the Giant. Hey, it's good stuff. But, you know, had I seen it when I was a wee we talk. I can understand. That would be a movie that's very nostalgic for people. That, yeah. yeah. 
All right. So, yeah, Grandpa says talking about the story of the goblins. Yes. What a story it is. Yeah, what a fucking story. Well, the title card kicks off. And I got to say, it's not a horrible score. It's 80s as shit. I mean, it's bad. But... It's lazy as fuck is what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know how, you know how like really good movies, they're like, hey, less is more. Don't show the villain, like, build up to it. Yeah. Like, you know, enter great movie here. Yeah. Troll 2 is like, nah. I'm, we're going to show the trolls in the credits. <laughs> like... We're literally going to show you our poker hand. Okay. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, I could just picture the dir- the director like, yeah, you know, we got to scare the audience right <laughs> off the start. <laughs> and they even show like little trick like that they pull like, oh, there's a beautiful woman, but she's really a troll too, or a yeah. goblin. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. troll too, troll as well. Even <laughs> yeah. though there is not a troll at all. Oh yeah, and you meet Peter and the woman with fake freckles. All over her face. That drove me crazy. They're just like painted on. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> well, Peter turns into a plant. Oh my god! Why did they turn him into a plant, Phil? I I don't know. A quick side note. Yeah, I've seen this movie maybe twice. I've I, seen it twice as well. Also, I'm not one of these people that can quote every little line. I get why people are like that. Yeah, but I just man, I I don't have it in me. So I I I know the plot loosely. Yeah. Well, pretty well. But well, anyway, at this point, I think you would know it pretty well. But yeah, before today, you, you've only I've only seen it once as well. Okay. I remember I was drinking with some friends and like, hey, let's watch Troll Two. I was like, what's Troll Two? Yeah. You're like, oh, we got to show you this thing. Yeah. Well, why does Peter turn into a plant? Because the goblins are actually vegetarians. Oh my god, that's actually what vegetarians do to make people turn into plants. I'm not taking any more food or drink from you, Phil. Yeah. So. You know, maybe the most offensive thing of this movie is that they had to drag vegetarianism into this. <laughs> so, the writer of the movie, <laughs> the director's wife, she wrote the movie because, you know, this is late 80s Italy. A lot of her friends were trying this crazy trend of not eating animals. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that upset her. So she decided to write a movie about skewering the vegetarians. Yes, so this whole movie is about vegetarians are bad. Also, would you call what the goblins are doing vegetarian? Would you call that a vegetarian diet? I I don't know. I would not. I would not call this, you're taking meat and you're just turning it into something that's not exactly meat. I would say that's not a vegetarian diet. Yeah, not going to argue that. So, Joshua's mom enters and... I mean, should you give her the Best Actress Award right now, or do you want to wait? Hey, I'll tell you this, though. If she were to go up against Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street's mom, <laughs> there, there there, might be a, a good battle there. No, I think it would be harder. Who's the worst actor in the family, as opposed to the best actor in the family? Oh, who's the worst, who's the worst in the family? Yes. I would have to say the sister. See, I think it's the dad. I think he's the yeah. worst. His bad his acting. Delivery. Is, I think his delivery on a lot of stuff is. Yeah, his, his acting is hilariously bad though. There's something yeah. about him that he just fucking nails. He's it. got that X factor. Yeah, he does. The best, the best in the family. I gotta say, Joshua. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's the star of the movie, so I guess it works out. Yeah. Who later grew up to direct the documentary about this movie? Yeah, he directed another documentary and a Bob Odenkirk comedy film. 
Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. Well, she enters the room. She's talking to Joshua. And boy, this acting is just, you know, there's wooden acting and there's this. We also, yeah, like it's that hair and her eyes are like dead. Yeah. Did you see her in that documentary? Yes. So it's not, not, you know, not nice to poke fun at the mentally ill, but she's a little, there's something very, you ever talk to somebody and there's like that vacant behind the eyes stare. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm talking. This person is looking at me right now, but they're not looking at me. They're just, I'm just an object to this person, she, and they're just talking. She's not talking to you. She's talking at you, talking in your direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's got that kind of gaze going on. You're like, oh, this person is not really there. Yes. And you realize that Grandpa Seth is actually dead. Mm. Oh, that's right. They remind you 30 fucking times. Uh, Joshua, Grandpa Seth is dead. And she says the line, you must banish him from your mind. <laughs> I love how she says, good night, dear, twice. <laughs> I said, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> good night, dear. And then she adjusts the covers. Then she's like, good night, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Editor should have fixed that. Yeah. So cut to. The sister doing a cliche 80s workout. You don't see those anymore. No, you don't. I mean, she's she's trying to have a duel with, I guess, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 when she's working out. That's right. Wasn't there one in three as well? No. Wasn't there a guy like, doing karate in his room or some shit? That was four. Oh. Yeah, because he was a karate master. Oh, of course. Remember, because his, his destiny was him fighting Freddy Dark and what Freddy was invisible. Yeah. Which was just a cop out because <laughs> they didn't have they were running out of money. <laughs> a lot of eighties workout scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are there any other memorable ones? Every Rocky movie? Yeah. <laughs> but not like this cheesy bad eighties workout. Well, anyways, this one's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> so then we meet George Hardy. Well, Michael Waits, played by George Hardy, who is a dentist in real life. <laughs> He's quite the character. He I feel bad for his dental assistants. Can you imagine how many times they've heard about this fucking movie? I'm surprised this guy like trolled. You know how most people have like, you know, that dentist artwork around? They probably got like troll two pictures framed everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like headshots of George Hardy. I bet every new client who's like, hey, let me tell you about this movie Troll 2 I was in. <laughs> his dental assistant's like, fuck's sakes. So if I hear about this movie one more time. Here's a headshot with me saying, don't piss on, you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. <laughs> Well, Joshua hears a noise outside his window, and when you know it, it was the wrong window. It's Elliot. Uh, what's her name's boyfriend? What is her name? Holly. Holly. Yes. That's right. Holly's boyfriend, Elliot. And I really, really love how they played like the ominous music as Elliot was walking up the ladder, almost as like, hey, this is a villain, and he's about to kill this person. <laughs> but then they find out, oh, it was the wrong window. So Elliot goes to Holly's window and it plays the ominous music again as if the audience doesn't know. It's all a big fake out. Yes. <laughs> the director's like, hey, maybe they'll fall for it twice. So Elliot is talking to Holly. And it's like, I have seen some bad acting before, but this is fucking just... Well, well, with, this with this dialogue, you can't act it at well at all. Yeah. If my father catches you here, he's going to cut off your little nuts and eat them. He's like, oh, what are you trying to turn me into a homo? <laughs> what if there was like a counter? Like, if you get kicked in the nuts five times in your lifetime, you're gay. That's just how it works. <laughs> According to this movie, that's how it goes. 
Well, next day, well, let's lay out the shitty plot of this movie. So they're going on vacation to Nilbog. Population 27. That's right. We'll live just like peasants and farmers. Can you imagine? He Ho- Holly is telling Elliot, hey, meet me here at 8 o'clock tomorrow to meet me. So you got to pick either your boys or me because she doesn't entertain group relationships. This is oddly sexual. Yeah, she's like, hey, I I don't want to get gangbanged by you and your friends. Yeah, I'll bang you. And she's like 14 or 15 when she was making this movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is not... <laughs> and then apparently she kept saying they all kept fighting with Claudio about how teenagers really... American teenagers really walk, talk. And he was like, no, 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 no. I know how American teenagers talk. This is how they talk. Yeah. Uh, no, this was not how they talk. Yeah, so the next day, the family's in the car, and they're heading off to Nilbog. Also, who goes on vacation to be a farmer? Have you ever done that lifestyle, Phil? Did you ever do much farming growing up? Uh, I've done some hard labor country ass work before. Yeah. I mean traditional farming. Yeah. No, not really. I mean my summer jobs were always being a farmhand, mainly picking watermelons. Uh huh. That's not how you vacation. You don't vacation yeah. to work your ass off. Well, okay, now that you bring that up, what is the purpose of this vacation? So are they doing a house swap? That's thing? what it seems like. They're yeah, like, like and uh, then the other family's supposed to go to their home. Yeah, you know like those home renovation shows where they're yeah. like, this family's going to live in the house and do renovations. And Yeah. It, they don't really quite establish that. No. Well, they don't establish anything in this movie, really. Joshua, start singing. <laughs> I like how they sing, row, 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 row your boat, and they're all off key. Like, nobody's on track You're supposed other. to, Yeah, you're supposed to do the, the thing where you, you, you say the first verse, and somebody else says the first verse, and everybody goes around, but yeah. they don't start where they're supposed to, Yeah, and it's maddening to listen to. Is this what America is like? I have a feeling the director was like, okay, when a family's driving down the road in America, what do they do? They uh, they sing a rowboat. <laughs> it's not how they do Usually, if, yeah. they're, if they're yelling at each other, and like, can we pull over, please? I'm hungry. <laughs> Nobody's singing in row, row, row your boat. Well, Elliot and the boys are following in the RV. Joshua has a bad dream and sees Grandpa on the side of the road. You're going to have to help fill in here, Jason, because th- there were parts when I was watching this movie, I'm just like, I, I don't even know what to write here. I may be missing some stuff. I don't know. So He got his friends to go on the street with him in an RV yeah. because... The women of Nilbog are free and liberated and uh, unattached. Oh, I thought at one point he's like, hey, where are all these liberated women or something? Well, that was later in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, when they're all like still oh, sitting in the. God, yeah. So he had convinced them to ride along with him for no reason. Also, she did not want her friends to come or his friends to come at all. So everything about this is just fucking dumb. Now, teenagers are dumb, sure. Yeah. Teenagers aren't this dumb. Yeah, well, their RV is broken down on the side of the road. So the family's driving by, and Holly sees Elliot on the side of the road, and she flips him off instead of being <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's my boyfriend down there. And she now, was literally just crying about him not being there. Yeah, did they break down? They don't. I don't know if they broke down or just taking a little break or if they are trying to Because catch the them. RV parks, and it never moves again. No. And there's no mention of, like, should we repair the RV to blah, blah, blah? It's just like, no, it's just, that's what it is. Yeah. And George, or 
what was the dad's name? Michael? Yes. So I don't like you hanging around with that playboy. Yeah, that playboy. <laughs> well, they arrive at the house, and this is when George is like, I meant fucking Michael, who gives a shit? He's like, enjoy our house, enjoy our city, because they swap with the other family. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the movie was right before they got there, they showed up at the drugstore. It's like noon, and it's like, oh, everybody's asleep at this time of night. It's fucking noon outside. Oh, yeah. Well, they walk in the house, and there's a table full of food. He's like, oh, typical country hospitality. Oh, God. Now, we, we grew up in the country. Yes. I'm pretty sure, like, we've never never walked into somebody's house, and they're like, they prepared a full meal for you. <laughs> no, no. They're always going to offer you, like, some water or is there food or something, but not a full meal. Not unless it's, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. Well, Grandpa Seth, sick name, is like, don't let them eat, Joshua. You have 30 seconds to come up with a way. It drives me crazy, because he has the power to freeze time for 30 seconds, but he can't help his grandkid brainstorm with something to do to make sure they don't eat this food. Yeah, well, Joshua gets the idea to piss on the food. Yeah, then it cuts to Michael taking Joshua upstairs. <laughs> He's like, you see this writing? You see this writing? This means this means hospitality, and I won't let you piss on hospitality. It's like, I grew up with hunger, okay? Yeah, he's like, I gotta tighten my belt to curb off the hunger pains. Dude, I thought he was about to piss on him for a second. Like, when he yeah. first like, started unbuckling his belt, I was like, oh my god, he's about to piss on this kid. Especially when he's like, don't hurt me, daddy. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I was like, this is getting weirdly abusive. Yeah. Now, I didn't Google this, but can you curb hunger pains by tightening your belt? I'm gonna say no. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But I'm gonna say no. So, back at the RV with Elliot and the boys... Now, do you know what they're watching on TV? I did figure it out, but I forgot to write it down. It's a Korean, it's a South Korean monster movie about somebody protecting rock, the eggs, rocks thing. Yeah. And it's apparently also a very, very weird movie. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arnold steps out for a smoke and he sees a woman run by and he gives chase to her. <laughs> he just tackles her too. Yeah, the trolls show up. I'm, I'm sorry, the goblins. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> goblins. And Arnold's like, uh, what are they? <laughs> Just very casually. <laughs> and Arnold, tough guy, talks him. He's like, yeah, if you don't get out of here, there's going to be trouble. Well, one of the goblins throws a spear, hits him in the chest. It's like, it like you know, when Rita from Power Rangers would throw the, the spear? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, where's Arnold? He's like, that's probably Arnold deflowering a Nilbog virgin. Like... Okay. These kids, man. God, oh, Italians. <laughs> well, Arnold and his girl head into the house church thingy. This is my house. They, Hey, they do explain, like, they see, like, the, the Stonehenge rock or yeah. something. Yeah, that's what it was, the Stonehenge rock. Kind of like Halloween 3, but worse. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Yeah, she even goes into more detail than they do in Halloween 3. She's at least like, this is from ancient druid origins. My ancestors came from Stonehenge. In Halloween 3, it's just like, we got the Stonehenge rock. It's a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> is Dr. Wynn going to show up? Oh, man, I hope so. <laughs> Harness the powers or something. <laughs> but the, what should we call this lady? Does she have a name? Credence. Okay, I just called her Madonna. Madonna? Yeah, she's obviously got that Madonna 80s look going on. Also, I love it in movies. If you're a witch, you're going to have bad fucking teeth. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're a witch. You know magic. Just, you know, little crest every once in a while. Yeah, but she gives them poison. Oh, my God. I got to say, her houseplant game is on point. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there are other humans that she has turned into houseplants? Could be. Yeah. When you hit a certain age, you just start, you're like, I want to get a bunch of plants. I like plants now. It's what I like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do that on our back porch all the time when it gets about spring. It's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, Arnold can't move because he drank the poison, the dry ice concoction. I can't move. There must be a logical explanation for this. As she runs upstairs. She's one with the vegetable world. Oh, man. So <laughs> the goblins come out to eat her. And this is, of course, this is... Got to be like the most infamous part of the movie. I mean, Conan used to play it on his show. Yeah. It's been uploaded on YouTube a million times. Yeah, of course it's the, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Enter the fly on his forehead while he says this. Oh. Did you I, notice that? No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, fly just like randomly flies on his head. Flies on his head. Yeah. Hey, another 80s dance scene by Holly. And when I was watching this, I was like, man, I feel bad for this girl. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, she was maybe like, what, 15 when she filmed this? Yeah. Can you imagine, like, going to school? Like, like yeah. Like, hey, did you see uh, whatever her name is? <laughs> like, in fucking Troll 2. It sucks. <laughs> Apparently, she was a cheerleader. So she was just reusing some, repurposing her cheerleader moves for these interpretive dances that she's doing for no reason. There's not even music playing, right? Uh, I think there's music playing. There was music playing? Yeah. Okay. I like how she does like the uh, the finger bifocal thing. Oh, I used to all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> Surprised she didn't like flip her eyelids up too. <laughs> Remember that old trick? Oh, that old gag. It's either me or your boys. And then, of course, in the mirror, guess who pops up? Grandpa Seth. Because he dials the wrong number, apparently. Yeah. You get this very. She freaks out, obviously, as you would yeah. when a random person shows up in the mirror. And then she goes and gets her parents and her dad. You didn't see anything. Are you still smoking dope? Yeah. Yeah, Joshua talks to Grandpa yet again and again and again. Because he talks to Grandpa like 20 fucking times in this movie. <clears throat> Cut also, to... Uh, Grandpa dropped some bombs on uh, his dad, by the way. Oh, yeah. He was like, uh, she married that good for nothing or something yeah, like that. That's why she married that good for nothing. Oh, no, he's like, why are you, Why can't you get anybody else? He's like, because your parents won't listen to me. That's why she married that good for nothing. Damn. Cold-blooded Seth. Cold-blooded Seth. So, that's why you're dead. Cut to Captain Yellow's shirt. He's going into town for supplies. And the sheriff picks him up on the way. Just a side note. I love the shit sound design in this movie, too. Like... <laughs> It'll just cut off at random times, like just background noises. Like I watch this with headphones. In. Oh, okay. So I watch them. And yeah. just like the sound of like crickets in the background, they're like it'll cut to a scene, but obviously the it it's just all jumbled together. It's <laughs> total shit. Yeah. So <laughs> yellow shirt gets stared down by Skeeter and the boys in front of the <laughs> in front of the store. Like now Skeeter, she ain't hurt nobody. Skeeter's nobody. <laughs> and the General store manager comes out. Also, the sheriff gave him a, a Neil Bog sandwich because he was hungry. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it looked like one of those, you know, those cookie milkshakes or cookie ice cream things you get. Uh, uh, the general store owner, who apparently was actually losing his mind in real life when he filmed this. Yes. Like, he looks like he would sell you a grilled cheese sandwich at a fish show. Like, like he'd been on acid <laughs> right. for like a decade. Yeah, he 
apparently had like a mental breakdown or something. He said he was smoking a ton of weed during this entire shoot. And he like, he said like that craziness that you see in his eyes is not acting. He was actually losing his mind when he filmed this. He said he like wanted all the bad things to happen to that kid at the time. <laughs> like, he said, we're vegetarians here. Again, leave us out of this place. It's like, do you have any ba- bacon? He spits on the ground. He's like, do you have any eggs? And he spits on the ground. <laughs> I gotta say, he did a convincing job here. Yeah, he was yeah, one of the played his part well. He was yeah. one of the better actors. Yeah, especially for some random person they picked up around town. Yeah, well, yellow shirt goes outside. I don't know his name. I just put friend two, friend three. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yellow. I, one of them's name is Drew. Okay, I don't remember which one it was. I well, think actually, I think this is Drew. Yeah, it doesn't. Matter. He's he's yellow shirt now. Yeah, they're so, all interchangeable. Yeah, so yellow shirt goes outside. You know, Skeeter and the boys are staring him down again, and Captain Cowboy sends him to the church house thing. He looked like, you remember the uh, the mustache guy on all the Incubus records back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I he do. reminded me of. Weird throwback. Uh, but yes, I do. What was his name? He had a name. I he did. Know. Yeah. Well, the Madonna witch lady is talking to Plant Boy. She's like, see you later, my little flower. This is when Joshua has his red rum moment. He sees, he looks in the car mirror and he sees oh, Nilbog, but wait a second, it's actually Goblin spelled backwards. And then he just gets on his skateboard and drives him. <laughs> yeah, drives off on drives a off his skateboard. So Madonna goes to their to their house while Joshua is skateboarding around. And just in my notes here, I wrote down this movie's too goddamn long, and I'm questioning my own sanity. <laughs> This is the part, it, while I was watching the movie, I'm like, I... This when you took a break the first time? I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joshua walks in on a preacher sermon. This preacher looks like Ted DeBiase to me, the wrestler. Oh, God. Million Dollar Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Holy shit, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> He's preaching dis- how disgusting meat is. Sign me up. <laughs> He's like, smelly bladders. <laughs> vicious, stinky excrements. And they capture Josh. They tie him up and they try to feed him ice cream. But his dad, Michael, shows up and saves the day. They're driving back and he sees Holly talking to Elliot. And he slams the brakes on that minivan. <laughs> oh, this man says, your sister's with that playboy Elliot, huh? Yeah. I like when he walks up to him and says, so kids, how's life? <laughs> Not in like the form of a question. He's just like, so kids, how's life? Hey, get away from her. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty awful. Again, why can't they drive the RV? It's still not been brought up. It's like, you think the dad would be like, hey, do you guys need to jump or something? I don't know. Somehow I got from where they were broke down to where they're at, which is some random place in the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was on the side of the road. Now they're in the woods. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is when he's like, hey, what about all the beautiful liberated girls? Again, Italian director. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like him and uh, Dominique Thin and Gerard should make a movie together. And they, neither, because both of them speak uh, bad English. Yeah, and then they're Italian yeah. and what is he's Danish? Who Thin and Gerard? Yeah, he, or he's French. Yeah, he's French. Well, they both have terrible fucking ideas, <laughs> and they both seem to be unaware that they made a shit movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyway, they convince Elliot because she's in love now with Elliot. Holly is. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so Elliot goes with them back to the house. Yeah, into and, the church house, and all the friends all freak out that he's leaving them. 
Yeah. Or no, sorry, there's one. He's he's left in the RV by himself now. There's one friend left. So Madonna shows up and hits a yellow shirt so hard he flies across the room. That's believable. <laughs> she breaks out the chainsaw and starts cutting Plant Boy. And he starts laughing. Yeah, what the fuck is happening? I've... And the noise it made, it was just like a metal clanking sound. It was not a chainsaw noise. No. Which was weird. Uh, I don't have no clue. And I guess she killed the other friend because you never see him again, right? The one that she threw on the on the bed? Yeah. Wait, you don't never see him again? You never see him again. Okay. You never see either of them again. Jeez. Joshua, Holly, and Michael come home, and the whole town is at the house. And Joshua warns them all again, don't eat the food. And gets sent up to his room. Grandpa Seth, come quick. And a troll jumps out of the mirror. <laughs> I gotta say, this was like the only decent little jump scare. Yeah. When I saw this, I was like, okay, that's kind of... Like, I wasn't expecting that. So, S- Grandpa Seth, he is... He's able to physically manifest now. <laughs> Seth chops off the troll hand. Yeah. Green ooze comes out, like a gusher. Yeah, and Madonna's hand regenerates. Enough is enough. <laughs> oh, she just puts it next to stone the the stone, and also just like pulls it back out. I was like, oh, I've got a hand now. Yeah, kind of reminded me of Prince of Darkness a little bit. Huh, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Grandpa and J Bone they take the Molotov <laughs> cocktail outside, but Ted DeBiase grabs it first, <laughs> puts a spell on Grandpa. So, Grandpa makes the thing explode and catches the preacher on fire. So, why not? So, Dad Jeans runs outside, put out the fire. <laughs> he was one of us, and you killed him. So and he's, uh, the carcass is a goblin at this point. It's when oh, yeah. Dad Jeans finally realizes, like, oh, well, there's some, some weird strangeness going on here. Yeah, and a standoff for the Aegis is going down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This would not fucking end. Yeah, they needed to let it drag out just a bit longer. So they just stop, and they just slowly back out, and all the goblins are just staring at them like, yeah. all you had to do was like kind of hold them, and you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna asked for all the power. I thought she was about to do the uh, child's play. Give me the power do back of the... <laughs> Oh, and this is when the uh, the sheriff throws the bag of sandwiches on the porch. Yeah, just like an Amazon driver. Hey. <laughs> and he says, the blood would mix with the meat, and we'd have to put them in vinegar for the whole night? Like, what the fuck does is that, that mean? Is that some vegetarian secret that I've never been aware of? That is not a vegetarian secret. <laughs> so, back in the RV, dipshits watching TV, and Madonna Lady shows up on the TV with a corn on the cob. He steps outside again. Why did they did they break down? I don't know. So yeah. she he invites tits on the cob <laughs> to the RV, and this music, oh man, it's bad. Uh, this was when when I was watching this, Em walks in and she's like, "Why does she have a core on the cob?" I was like, "Don't worry, it makes less sense if you watch the entire movie." Yeah, <laughs> and she just unholsters unholsters it like she's a cop from the fifties who's like breaking up a heist. Yeah, <laughs> she runs her finger down his face. He Push, just pushes him down. And he just stares up at the ceiling the entire time she's doing everything. Yeah, she presents thy cob. <laughs> yeah, so the popcorn scene, holy shit, where they make out with the corn on the cob in between them, Yeah, and it explodes. It reminded me of K.K. Foss for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn guns. Man, this movie is fucking awful. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, so the dipshit family is having a seance, a 90-day seance, as you could say. A 90-day seance. <laughs> so Grandpa Seth's dumbass shows up again, starts speaking to the family. Again, Joshua is the best actor out of this bunch. Yeah. I mean, it's not saying a whole lot, but he is. Doesn't Josh? Who turns into a troll here? When just shows up. Nobody turns into a troll. One just shows up. I thought... Oh, Josh passes out on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I guess their seance is them sitting around a table with lots of candles thinking about Uncle Seth really hard. Uh Uh-huh. And Josh thinks so hard that he has to pass out. Got it. While the rest of the goblins come in because they're not showing any sign of life, as the sheriff said it. Okay. So these makeup effects, they they rival like American Werewolf in London, you know, top the big dogs yes. of the makeup effects world. <laughs> it was uh, they were done by some porn porn star. Yeah, they look like shit. There's it's... only one mass that moves a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Joshua, he wakes up in the church. In yeah, the church house. Yeah, that's where she. Well, somehow he wakes up there. I was like, is he in the upside down or something? They really they. They were like, hey, we're going to get our money's worth out of this set piece here. <laughs> like, let's just make 30, 40% of the movie take place. So apparently that was an old church that burned down shortly after. Oh, good. Yeah. So the trolls are upstairs. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Grandpa Seth molly wops a troll in the face. So he's physical now. Oh, no, we'll see. Because this was Credence. Yeah, I was may have choking. missed something. Yeah, Credence was trying to choke Josh out. Okay. And then. Madonna lady. Yeah. Seth shows up with his fanny pack and throws her off of him. Uh Uh-huh. And that's how how it happened. Oh. Yeah. And Grandpa Seth punches a troll in the face. Because they all all abandon the house. They just disappear. Yeah. And then they go to the church. And they all show up at the church where Josh and Seth... I'm sorry. Yeah, Josh and Seth are just... I hate these names. I do, too. I thought I was talking about two like ten year old kids. I was like Josh and Seth. No, it's not Josh and Seth. No, it is. Your yeah. grandpa's name is Seth. Yeah. God, but yeah, they're just like touching the rock. Really not doing anything. They're just touching the rock. Oh yeah, and they're like, well, at least hey, again, this movie does try to explain this a little bit better than Halloween three. You know? Yeah. I'd rather rewatch Halloween three right now for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you can just take some of the the Stonehenge stuff from Troll 2 and just in your mind apply it to Halloween 3. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the goblins have them cornered. He's like, please, let's talk. We're all humans here. And then there's like a super hard cut. I love the the editing of this is just shit. It just hard cuts (laughs) to completely different scenes. Yeah. So the guy in the RV wakes up covered in popcorn. He says no more. Yeah, is this the last you see of him? Yeah, I don't know. Does he, like, drown in popcorn and die? I don't know what happens with this kid. Yeah. This kind of reminded me of uh, Friday the 13th Part 6 for a minute. How so? Just RV. (laughs) 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 It's, like, one of the only movies where there's, like, good RV scenes. Hey, what are you taking a dump back there? Those are back on Prime now. All of them. Really? Yeah. Can we... Dude, I'm begging to watch a... I'll take... (laughs) <laughs> I'll take Jason Takes Manhattan. Dude, right we're now. doing Scream 2 next week, so we'll, we'll have a watch a good movie next week. Yeah. yeah. This was a fucking mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry for you as a listener if you're hanging in there. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, this is, <laughs> this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, I get, like, oh, it's fun to watch along to this shitty movie, but this movie is shitty. 
insultingly bad. Oh, yeah, and the trolls can talk now. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. But they can talk when they're in human form, but when they're goblins, they can't talk. Unless you're Credence, I guess. No, one of the goblins does talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what they say. Who cares? No. But poof, they disappear. So Grandpa's like, I gotta go now, Joshua. Because Seth is fucking useless. Yeah, he gives J-Dog a pep talk. So (laughs) Enjoy hell, Grandpa. I love you. Yeah. (laughs) Grandpa Seth is going to hell. (laughs) So the Madonna corn lady shows up. Dude, and she's got a scorching case of mouth herpes when she comes back at this point. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, it is bad. (laughs) Well, corn lady wants to feed Joshua. But Joshua has, what's that? A double-decker bologna sandwich. Where did that sandwich come from? Because this is a meat sandwich. Yes. And the goblins are vegetarians, so they don't like that. No. And she's like, think about the cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm kind of on their side <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> this movie is worse than PETA in representing vegetarianism. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, The family puts their hands on the stone, and lightning starts to strike the goblins. What the fuck is happening? Somehow, meat equals the power of goodness in this movie. Did you get that? Yeah. Well, again, the Italian writer of this movie, she had it out for vegetarians, and I don't fucking know. How dare you make my friend from childhood become a vegetarian? So <laughs> the family is they're just magically back in their car and they pull they pull up back to their house. So mom and Joshua are inside and she's eating an apple. Joshua's like, I don't want to eat for another twenty years. So did you see what was gonna happen as soon as she started eating that apple? What? You know, how this movie was gonna end as soon as she bit in the apple. Did you figure like, Oh no. Oh yeah. I did notice Joshua's sick Batman poster though. I did see that too. Nineteen eighty nine Michael Keaton Batman. There's also a Batman the Killing Joke poster from the comics. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Joshua talks some more to Grandpa, like we all give a shit about his well-being. Joshua hears some whispering, so he goes downstairs to investigate. So, okay, this kind of blew my mind when I first saw this movie. I think I saw it for the first time like five years ago. Okay. But I saw this movie when I was probably somewhere between four and six. Really? I did, but I only caught the last, like, two minutes here. Oh, okay. This scene. Huh? And young Phil, I dude, I was fucking terrified of this scene. <laughs> now, granted, I was super young, so you don't know, you don't know what you're seeing. So, did you think someone ate your mommy? Yeah. Okay, so I- did, What did you, what part do you remember, like, the beginning of it? Was it the baseball The baseball part? bouncing okay. down the stairs. And then that it, stuck in my mind. And then when it said because I grew mommy, up playing baseball, I as had a we mom, all did, yeah. so I could relate to coming home and a baseball coming down the stairs. So you're saying Claudio Fragasso got something right? Yeah, I gotta say, <laughs> and I even gotta say, upon rewatching this again last night, at least the handheld movements is like it's kind of unsettling in a way. Okay, and well, let's finish talking about the. The scene here. So, so a baseball yeah. comes down. Yeah, and it says on the baseball in writing, it says like your mommy is no, yummy. Or it says something. yummy mommy is so good. Yeah. So Joshua goes into the kitchen, and his mommy is being eaten by the trolls. He <laughs> he looks at Joshua and says, "Do you want some, Joshua?" Yeah. 
Joshua screams, freeze frame, roll credits. The end. I do gotta say, I kind of appreciate the nihilistic ending of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it ends with Josh's mom being eaten alive by these shitty trolls. <laughs> so I, I at least appreciate that. But yeah, as a kid, I was fucking terrified of that part. Okay, see, I never saw it on TV. And the movie ended, and it freaked me out. And I just, it was one of those things like, you know, you don't have the internet. You can't no. be like, hey, what's the movie with the baseball scene? You, we didn't just... even have like program guides back in those yeah, days. Yeah, so for like 20 years, I was like, God, what was that fucking movie with that baseball scene where no. the kid's mom gets eaten alive? Now, did it all come flooding back to you this time or the first time you watched it? The first time. Okay. But it kind of re-came back. I forgot like, oh yeah, this part scared the <laughs> shit out of me as a kid. I remember when I watched it the first time, I had a buddy who had a similar realization. Uh, he walks in, and he saw, I guess the kid was doing something, and uh, it was right after, like, halfway through. And he was like, wait, 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 wait a second. Is this that movie where that kid pisses on everybody's food? And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, that's what it is. I was like, I haven't seen this movie in years. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's troll too, man. Yeah, sometimes you, you have those little moments in life where you for whatever reason have this random memory when you were four or five yeah like you remember a two second segment of a movie yeah and there's probably still movies where i don't i don't even know what they were but yeah i I could remember certain scenes but anyways that's troll 2 so boy this is a good movie no okay what do you give some a one to ten scale oh god you can't go negative one is the lowest you can give it I'll give it a two. Two? Just because of the ending? Yeah. I mean it's It is funny. It's not it's not fair to like try and judge this movie as an actual movie. <laughs> but entertainment value, it is entertaining. Oh yeah, that's for sure. It's fun to watch, like, hey, watch this shitty movie with me. Now sitting down and taking notes taking detailed notes for your podcast is not fun at all yeah it's it's uh it was the chore i like i said i also had to do it in two sittings yeah because i was like if i was just watching it myself like okay it's fun but happening write down everything that happens writing down what the fuck yeah this should have been a watch along for our patreon (laughs) that you can sign up for at patreon.com slash spook house podcast do it nice plug (laughs) yeah i gotta say i our watch long episodes were far more entertaining than this piece of shit, for sure. <laughs> I give it a two and a half. All right, yeah. high praise, high praise. So, is this the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, probably not. I don't know. I can't even tell you the worst movie I've ever seen. Are there are like kind of go to movies that you know were shit, but you kind of like. Oh yeah, this one's definitely up there. Yeah, yeah. How about you? The well, Happening is one of my favorites. I've never movies. seen that movie. Oh my god, it is so unintentionally hilarious. It's, I mean, it has Mark Wahlberg, it, Zoe Deschanel. It damn near, it damn near killed M Night Shyamalan's career. Yeah, like, yeah, he tried his hardest there for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, this one, The Room, obviously, is another one that's really awful. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess we can talk a little bit about the documentary that came out. Yeah, about this. You know, did you see the footage of uh, George Hardy, who played the dad in this movie, at yeah. the horror convention? He was like, these people are weird. I was like, this guy's being a douche. But I was like, you know what? If my dad won the horror movie convention, he'd probably be doing the exact same thing. Because he just doesn't. That's not. That's way not something he's out yeah, of his world. He, seems he was like being a, too much into it. Yeah. But that's definitely way out of his world. 
Yeah, I thought he was a really nice guy. Up until then, though, it was like, this guy's a little fucking asshole. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, there's a lot of gingivitis here. <laughs> I bet you 90% of these people don't even floss. <laughs> it was kind of, I would have been 90% of those people. It was kind of funny, though. Yeah, it was. And but, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I get it. It's a generational thing, you know? Yeah. It's like my grandpa, you know, he was a nice guy, but you send him to a horror convention, he, just, yeah. he just doesn't get it. Yeah, and he just He's an old white dude. He and even said and even said at some point he's like I went to horror convention, that just wasn't my scene. Which yeah, which so he no, he probably has done some here and there, yeah. but he probably hasn't done that many just because yeah. out of his wheelhouse. But he's very proud of the fact that he was in this movie. That's yeah, he's, very obvious. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's a good sport about it. Oh yeah. Some of the other folks Claudia Fergasso, not so much. Yeah, he seems like an asshole, him and his wife. Yeah. The wife also seemed, like you said, she just seemed sort of out of it. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Very out of it. Uh, all the teenagers, they seem like they've gotten kind of over it. They seem like, yeah, this is part of what I did. It's just fun. It's a bad movie. Yeah. I've, Holly seemed to, she said that, you know, she was like really embarrassed by it, right? Yeah. Well, she was a teenager. So it, as far as she had <sighs> wow. to deal with that. Poor girl. Yeah. And she still acts too. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Now the other ones, they don't really do any more acting. The son, Joshua, he directs now. Boy, this was fun, Jason. <laughs> my, my brain is turned into uh, whatever the the shit that they were. It was like know. chlorophyll. Yeah. Like, it's made everybody concentrated chlorophyll. More like borophyll. As soon as I say chlorophyll, <laughs> I saw you look at me with like your lips pursed and be like, hey, it's coming. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. I can't stop it. <laughs> It's like every kid in science class is just like, oh. If somebody ever mentions chlorophyll, guess what? There's going to be like four kids in the back going, more like borophyll. Hey, and it still kills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we dropped some of those throughout our school career. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I don't even like Billy Madison that much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, when you go back and rewatch it today, it's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Exactly. Like, Happy Gilmore still holds up. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Waterboy still holds up. Billy Madison. Yeah, I'd rather break down Adam Sandler's filmography than talk about <laughs> Troll 2 any longer. That's how bad this has gotten. So there are two sequels of this movie. Oh, really? It, one is actually called The Crawlers. It's about plants that attack people. Okay. Again, no trolls. All right. And the other one is an Ator movie, which is a Conan the Barbarian ripoff. And the only connection that is, the one of the goblin suits is in this movie. The goblin suit? Yeah, one of the goblin suits Oh, okay. is in that movie. And mm. it's directed by one of the producers. Very interesting. I will make sure I don't watch those. You let me know how they are, though. Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to watch. I'm not going to watch either of those. Yeah. So who was the worst actor in the movie? The worst <laughs> actor? Uh, You go first. Let me think about that. Worst actor for me? Mm-hmm. I think it's George Hardy. The dad. Really? I think I think it's just his line delivery, which is so. I'd say the mom weird. Now she was close. It was one of the parents. She's close behind him, but she doesn't have a. She doesn't really say much in the movie. She's just kind of there in the movie where he actually has to do stuff. Yeah, her line delivery was just very wooden, and there was zero charisma to it. Yeah. The dad, his line delivery was shit, but at least. There was something there. He was animated. He was present. Where yeah. she seemed vacant. I in feel this like if uh, he went with an acting coach and kind of honed his craft a little bit for six months, he could be decent, passable. Yeah, 
the mom, there's no saving that. There's just <laughs> some people got it, some people don't. She does not. No. And I think she actually also feels like people should make fun of this movie also. Yeah, she, again, if you watch the, the documentary on this movie, you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> when she, they were in the seats and they were like driving the car and reuniting it out. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Well, any other troll questions, Jason? I think I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm good, too. <laughs> I'm kind of ready for this podcast to be over. <laughs> well, hey, if you listen to this, we do appreciate it. We appreciate your support. You know, again, check out the Patreon. Check out our big cartel store. Get some merch. We got lots of fun shit on the way. We're talking about Scream 2 next week. Yeah, a good I- movie. It's a better movie. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, but um, I'm looking forward to diving back into it. I really am. Because <laughs> there was just nothing here. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason. Well, let's wrap it on up. Let's get on out of here. All right. We're leaving Nilbog. Thank never, goodness. Never to return. Until Troll 3 finally comes out. Yes. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House.